tortoise. Hello, I'm Andrew and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, Rishi Sunak's interview with Elon Musk covered everything from killer robots and misinformation to AI friendships. But did we learn anything from their conversation? And why were they having it in the first place? That's after a short break. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good afternoon. It was here at Bletchley Park where codebreakers, including the British genius Alan Turing, cracked the Enigma cipher, and where we used the world's first electronic computer. So there could be nowhere more fitting for the world to come together to seize the opportunities of the greatest breakthrough of our own time. Over two days, representatives from the world's global powers, including the EU, the US and China, gathered with tech execs at the UK's AI Safety Summit. Those are all the incredible things that AI can do, but actually the UK is very well placed to lead out as well. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was standing at a podium delivering his final press conference of the event when Elon Musk posted on his social media platform X. It was a cartoon of characters representing the world's global powers. The UK, EU, US and China all had speech bubbles that read, We declare that AI poses a potentially catastrophic risk to humankind, while their thought bubbles read, And I cannot wait to develop it. Elon Musk, who also owns SpaceX, Tesla, and various other companies, is an incredibly powerful figure in the tech world, and some thought he was mocking the AI Safety Summit. Rishi Sunak is keen to establish the UK as a dominant player in the field of AI, and Elon Musk's post was perhaps something of a power play, because just a few hours later, the world's richest man joined the Prime Minister on stage for the final event of the summit an hour-long interview about AI. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome. Elon, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So what did we learn from their wide-ranging conversation? And what does it tell us about the UK's place in the race for AI dominance? The two men spoke at London's lavish Lancaster house in front of business people, big names in the world of AI, and some journalists, although they weren't allowed to ask questions. Rishi Sunak, normally the man in charge, was playing the role of interviewer, often fawning over Elon Musk and his achievements. Bill Gates said, there is no one in our time who has done more to push the bounds of science innovation than you. Well, it's kind of him to say. Yeah, well, that's it. That's a nice thing to have anyone say about you. Nice coming from Bill Gates. The Prime Minister used to live in Silicon Valley and was visibly excited to speak to Elon Musk. Rishi Sunak didn't challenge him at all, but the two did cover some new ground with Elon Musk painting a picture of an AI-led future. What would your kind of observation be on, on AI and the impact on labour markets and people's jobs and how they should feel about that as they, as they think about this? Well, I think we are seeing the most disruptive force in history here. You know, where we have for the first time 
we will have the first time something that is smarter than the smartest human. It's hard to say exactly what that moment is, but, but there will come a point where no job is needed. You can have a job if you want to have a job for sort of personal satisfaction, but the AI will be able to do everything. But the real focus was safety. What risk could AI pose and how do we mitigate them? We'll have more after the break. Hello, I'm Jeevan Varsaga. I'm climate editor at Tortoise and host of a new podcast called Counter Crisis from the Centre for Disaster Protection, a UK government funded international organisation which works to change how the world plans and pays for disasters. If you follow the news, you'll know that more people than ever are in need of humanitarian assistance. War and climate change are affecting millions, but the solutions haven't really kept pace. Finance is key. We saw during the pandemic that the countries that found it easiest to borrow money were the most able to respond, and not the countries that were the most affected. Across three episodes covering disasters, the losses caused by climate change, and our response to disease outbreaks, I'm going to try and make sense of this. Why are the current ways we respond to crises inadequate? And how can we do better? I'll be speaking to experts to rethink the recovery from crisis and find out why prearranged finance can help get aid where it's needed. You can listen now. Search for Counter Crisis wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the feed to make sure you don't miss an episode. If you have a humanoid robot, it can, it can basically chase you anywhere. So I, I think we should have some kind of um, hardwired local cutoff um, that, you, that you can't update from the Internet. <laughs> so anything that can be software updated from the Internet obviously can be overridden. Um, but if you have a local sort of off switch um, where you perhaps say a keyword or something and then that puts the robot into a safe state, I don't know. So if we've got millions of these things going all over the place, you're not selling it. Just you know, like <laughs> no, I, I know. Much of Rishi Sunak and Elon Musk's conversation covered a dystopian AI future, but it wasn't all killer robots. The two also discussed existing dangers, like the spread of misinformation on social media platforms like Musk's X. An enormous chunk of the world's population is voting next year. Big elections across the globe. Probably the first set of elections where. This has been a real issue. Yeah. Um, so figuring out how we manage that is, I think, kind of mission critical for the people who want you know, the integrity of our democracy. Yeah. I mean, some of it is, is, is quite entertaining. Like the, the Pope in the puffer jacket. Have you seen that one? I haven't. That's amazing. <laughs> but, I mean, I still run into people who, who, who think that's real. Um, I'm like, well, what are the odds he's wearing a puffer jacket in July in Rome? <laughs> uh, you know, be sweating. But it actually looked quite, quite dashing, I have to say. Um, <laughs> In fact, I think AI fashion is going to be a real thing. So, so I don't mean doom and gloom. But like, we, we live in the most interesting times, and I think this is, um, it is you know, eight, like 80% likely to be good. Elon Musk may have sounded optimistic, but he didn't provide many tangible solutions during his interview. The UK, meanwhile, announced a landmark agreement to mark the end of the summit. Several big tech companies agreed to allow governments to test their latest models for security risks. Signatories included OpenAI, Google's DeepMind, Microsoft and Amazon, and countries including the US and Singapore. There is some concern from uh, people in Silicon Valley who have never dealt with regulators before, and they think that this is going to 
just crush innovation and, and slow them down and be annoying. But <laughs> and and, and uh, it will be annoying. It's true. Um, they're not wrong about that. Um, but 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 I think there's we've learnt over the years that uh, having a referee is a good thing. Elon Musk signed the agreement the following day. So the UK has come away from its first AI safety summit with a first step towards the regulation of a rapidly changing technology. But perhaps the interview between Elon Musk and Rishi Sunak is reflective of the UK's place in the race for AI. It's still a power player, able to host and gather some of the world's most powerful people. But Rishi Sunak was also pandering to one of the world's most powerful men, almost asking Elon Musk to approve his achievements. It was clear he was trying to show him that the UK has the talent and stamina to become a dominant player in AI. Whether that is actually the case remains to be seen. Thank you for listening to the Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Patricia Clark. Tortoise. Hello, I'm Jeevan Varsaga. I'm climate editor at Tortoise and host of a new podcast called Counter Crisis from the Centre for Disaster Protection, a UK government-funded international organisation which works to change how the world plans and pays for disasters. If you follow the news, you'll know that more people than ever are in need of humanitarian assistance. War and climate change are affecting millions, but the solutions haven't really kept pace. Finance is key. We saw during the pandemic that the countries that found it easiest to borrow money were the most able to respond, and not the countries that were the most affected. Across three episodes covering disasters, the losses caused by climate change, and our response to disease outbreaks, I'm going to try and make sense of this. Why are the current ways we respond to crises inadequate? And how can we do better? I'll be speaking to experts to rethink the recovery from crisis and find out why pre-arranged finance can help get aid where it's needed. You can listen now. Search for Counter Crisis wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the feed to make sure you don't miss an episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.